Hello and welcome to episode 7 of Matthew Unmuted. This episode is going to be called The Truth About Weight Loss. And what I'm going to be doing in this episode is really explaining my opinion on weight loss and, and helping you guys listening just realize how easy it can actually be to lose weight and just help you realize that it doesn't have to be a miserable process. So the way I'm going to do this, this podcast is I'm going to break it up into five sections. And I think these five sections are some of the most important things based around weight loss. And I really do think that anyone listening will learn a lot and possibly just know now after listening to this how to actually lose weight effectively. Um, so the first section I'm going to talk about is debunking myths. Because before I even start going into my own opinion of weight loss and why I can help you guys with it, I want to just debunk a couple of myths that are kind of surrounding weight loss nowadays. Um, so some of these are um, some of these are true in some ways, but most of them are complete rubbish. So the first one is um, endless cardio is needed to lose weight. Now, of course, cardio is important for losing weight, and it can be it can have a healthy part in a weight loss program. But you do get a lot of people nowadays who think that if they stand on the treadmill and walk for two, three hours, or simply run, 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 and expect to lose weight. Um, this can often leave them feeling quite uh, down about their weight loss. And the reason for this is because they are doing more cardio, it can often leave them feeling more hungry uh, and they can go home and actually consume more calories than they're actually realizing. Um, and this can actually just create this uh, never-ending cycle where they're not losing weight. So that's one of my first uh, myths there. And I'm going to explain on this in the next sections because I want to make sure that I do let you guys know that cardio is an important part of losing weight, but it shouldn't be the main focus. The next one is you don't have to starve yourself to lose weight. Now, with this one here, it's not about you just completely reducing your calories to a point where you're just guessing and you're hoping that because you're eating less food, you're going to lose weight. You have to actually take a bit more of a controlled, tailored approach and uh, think about your calories in a healthy way. Uh, basically, just don't be miserable. Don't just starve yourself. The next one is you don't have to just cut your social life, meaning you don't have to go to the weekend and just think, right, I can't have a drink, I can't have a glass of wine, I can't go out and have fun with my family, my friends. That is not the case with weight loss. Um, you still should involve socializing, involve that as part of your, your week because it creates happy feelings, it makes you, it creates memories, it makes you want to do better, it makes you look forward to the weekend almost and um, so you should never just cut out your social life to lose weight and you should never ever be guilty about what you do at the weekend um another one is not eating foods you enjoy now that one's an obvious one you should not just be cutting out all the foods you enjoy and um, cutting out carbohydrates and um, cutting out all the foods that you like to eat basically you need to involve them in your plan to sustain the weight loss Another one is, and this is linking up, um, no carbs, no fats. So basically, you don't have to go on these keto diets, Atkin diets, all these diets that involve you cutting something out. Um, I'm not a fan of restriction as much in a diet. Uh, it just, I just don't believe it to be sustainable. Um, it can work for some people, definitely, um, but it's not something that's essential in a plan. Another thing is spot reduction. Now, this is one that my clients always ask me about. They're always like, right, if I do crunches endlessly, will I lose my belly fat? Will I lose my um, my fat around that area? And I'm just like, no, no, no. You have to you have to actually lose the body fat first before you're going to start to show that muscle. 
And this is linked up to the next one. You can't turn fat into muscle. You can't just work an area and expect the muscle to start to show and the fat to reduce. You have to control your calories as well and control the food you're eating and get the exercise right. Um, so that's another one that's important. The next one is the scales. Now, the scales are, are really difficult for one for me with clients because I do want my clients to weigh themselves. I don't want it to be the only way they're monitoring their progress. One of the ways I tell my clients to look at their, their actual weight loss is pictures. It can be a really healthy way of actually improving your confidence and seeing the reduction in body fat and the improvement in confidence as well. Um, another thing is you can film yourself doing exercises and you'll notice a difference in the way you look. Um, even you'll see that your technique's improving, the way you're feeling. Um, and also measurements can be really effective because they can show that healthy reduction of body fat in the right areas. Uh, so scales can be a bit of a, a difficult process with some clients. And my advice to people would be don't use them as your only indicator of are you losing weight. Use them as a tool and involve them, especially at that early stages, to see how much weight you're losing. Are you actually in a deficit? Because it is an effective way to see if you're in that calorie deficit early on, definitely. Um, but that's the myth there is you don't have to literally rely on the scales for everything. That's not the only way of monitoring your progress. Um, now, before I go on to the next section, I'm going to give a tip here. Um, so a tip to someone who's really struggling with portion control is to actually use a smaller plate. Um, it can help them um, reduce their calories. So if they're known for having like a huge dinner, if that's one of their um, main struggles, it might be an idea to actually reduce the size of your plate so you can get less food in that plate. And um, people often don't realize, and I get this with clients a lot, they don't realize how much they're eating. They go in, they eat their dinner, and they're like, oh, I barely eat anything. And it's just because they're used to eating that much food. They don't realize how much they're having. So if you struggle to kind of uh, weigh your food and actually get a proper indication of how much calories you're having, just reduce your plate size a little bit and it will make a big difference. So that's a little tip for you guys um, from the podcast today. Um, now, before I go into the second part of the, the podcast, I'm going to give a little quote because I really love this one. It's probably my favorite quote um, for weight loss. So it's not about being perfect. It's about effort. And when you bring that effort every single day, that's where transformations happen. So if you actually put the effort in every week and you're consistent and you stay dedicated to the process, it can make such an impact on losing weight. Um, it might not happen on week one, might not even happen on week two, but if you stick with it for the full month, you will see a difference. Um, and that is a promise. If you actually really put the effort in, you'll be surprised at what comes out on the other side. Um, so that's a really nice quote that I like to give my clients. Um, so the second part of the video is going to be about the calorie deficit. Now, actually, a couple of days on my Instagram, I put up a poll about uh, cardio training and uh, the calorie deficit. And I asked people, which is the most effective weight loss tool? Uh, I think 50 people vote for the calorie deficit and about 15 voted for the cardio. So you can see that most people are starting to become more educated about weight loss. But there still is people that have no idea that calories is the way to lose weight. Um, so if you want the most effective fat loss and weight loss tool, you have to find your calorie maintenance. So if you find your calorie maintenance, which my advice is, if you're going to find that, try and think about how much you're moving, what job you're in, and how active you are already before you even start thinking about your calorie maintenance. Use that as a tool to find out, right, I'm, even if I'm on a calorie maintenance, am I actually moving much through the day uh, to help in my weight loss? 
Now, once you've done that, it's really important for you to create a deficit from that. Uh, you don't have to go for a massive one. You can go for 250 calories to 500. But if you are wanting faster weight loss, of course, you can go a little bit more extreme than that. But just be careful that it's not starving you and it's not leaving you feeling low in energy. Um, another thing you can do, and this is just a little tip from, from me, is if you're wanting to create more of a deficit, you can do a little bit of intermittent, intermittent fasting. So you can, for instance, skip breakfast some days. For instance, if you had a really heavy weekend and you came into Monday, you're over your calories by quite a bit, you'd put on a pound or two, you could skip breakfast. It's not the worst thing in the world. Um, the people who say breakfast is the most important meal of the day, I get what they're saying, but it's it's not always the case. If your main goal is weight loss, then skipping breakfast is not always a bad thing. Um, especially, like I said, after a hard weekend off drinking, or, you know, boozing, um, going out for meals, which we all love to do. So there's nothing wrong with skipping breakfast now and again. Now, this is, like I said, the most effective tool for losing weight. So I wanted to put this into the video so people know that if they are genuinely wanting to make a difference with their weight loss, you need to really think about that calorie deficit and finding your maintenance calories and working on that probably as the most important thing uh, in your week. Now, the next thing is your movement. So this links up to the calorie deficit. Like I said, if you're not moving enough, you're going to have a bit more of a difficult time losing weight. So if you have an office job, you really need to think about how many calories you're having first and then think about how much you can actually involve movement in your day. Tips to this would be include neat exercise. Now this stands for non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So it's anything outside your actual program gym workouts. Uh, this could be from imp improving your step count. So it could be that you're doing, um, say, only 4,000 steps a day and you double that to 8,000. Straight away, you're going to burn more calories from doing that. And weight loss is about burning calories, okay? Now, on top of that, you can use the stairs more in work. You could um, simply park further away from the supermarket and do more housework. Just be a more active person. Um, this doesn't need to be that you're pushing yourself so much every day that you're leaving the gym feeling horrendous. You're, you know, walking around your house feeling knackered just to a point where it's it's slowly increasing every week. You're getting a bit more active all the time um, and you're doing it in a sustainable way. I think sustainability in weight loss is the key thing and the most common problem with weight loss is people assume it has to be now. It has to happen now. The amount of people I've had come to me for um, weight loss say to me, I want to lose weight in a month and I want it all to happen at once. And I'm just like, I can't, I'm not, I'm not like a magician. I can't just make the, the weight disappear. You have to do these things and you have to actually, like I said, in that last quote, you have to actually put the effort in um, for more than just a month to get results. Um, now, the next thing is a really important one as well. And this is always something I tell my clients about with weight loss is include protein more in your diet. So the good thing about protein is if you're eating a bit more of a high protein diet, not only are you going to get better strength gains in the gym, better muscle tone, you're actually going to really um, reduce your appetite. Because a lot of the problems with diet nowadays is people are eating low quality food. So McDonald's, for example, you're having a McDonald's, it leaves you wanting more of that food. If you were to have something like eggs for breakfast, I guarantee you, you would not be hungry for a few hours at least. Um, it leaves you fuller. It leaves you feeling more satisfied with your satisfied with your meal. On top of that, um, protein has a higher thermic effect, um, so that's the increase 
and meta- uh, metabolic rate after ingest- ingestion of meals. So eggs, chicken, chickpeas, all these foods, they're going to help you in your process with losing weight. Um, and that's a really, really big key factor with weight loss that people do not know about um, in general. Now, the next one is resistance training. So I really do believe that weight training and resistance training can have a massive positive effect on losing weight. So for instance, if you were to start including weight, weight training in your, in your routine about two to three times a week, it's going to have a positive effect on weight loss. But the problem with that nowadays is people assume that that's going to be their, their, their answer. They start doing a bit of weights, their metabolism boosts, and they start to lose all their body fat. Um, it's a tool, but it's not the only way, only thing you have to get right. Um, another thing that I want people to be aware of is you don't have to be training five, six times a week to actually lose weight and to tone up. As long as you're doing something that fits into your routine, it's sustainable, you enjoy it, it works for you, you're going to get good results. So I'll give you an example of that. I could write a, a program for a new client, a beginner, where they're doing two resistance training sessions a week, eight to 10,000 steps, um, reducing their calories, like I said, in a deficit of about 500, um, increasing their neat exercise, sleeping well, and just enjoying the process. And that would have a massive positive effect on their weight loss and their fat loss. Um, so they asked five little tips and five sections of weight loss that I do believe will help everybody listening to this podcast. And my whole training approach has been based around making things enjoyable and making them sustainable for my clients. A lot of the people that have lost weight on my programs, they've enjoyed the process and they've learned stuff from it. It's not just been about what does your progress picture look like this week? There's more to it than that. If you're going to get a good progress picture, fair enough, that's amazing. That can make such a difference in the way your mindset changes, your confidence. But I want there to be other things with that. I want you to improve the lifting in the gym. I want you to improve your confidence. I want you to have improved the quality of your life. If you can do all that with the progress picture, that's when I'm going to be a happy coach. And that's when I'm going to put your picture up on my Instagram, my Facebook. I'm going to tell people this person's not just lost weight in the progress picture. They've actually improved everything about their life. And I think if weight loss stories were more based around what I've just said there, people would be happier. They'd feel less pressure on taking pictures every week and they'd concentrate more on how they're feeling rather than how they're looking. Um, so anybody who's listening to this that's maybe related to that little section there that I've talked about, um, send me a message. Let me know what you're struggling with. I can try and help you, and I can try and kind of get you into a plan that maybe does help your your mentality a bit more, the way you're actually thinking about weight loss. Don't become obsessed with weight loss. Become obsessed with being the healthiest, happiest version of yourself, um, and then you will be yeah, then you will be a really um, a really happy person and you'll make results all the time. So this has been episode seven of Matthew Unmuted. Um, No guest this week, but I've got a guest coming on for episode eight. Um, I thought it'd be good for me to cover up any problems of weight loss in this uh, this episode. And um, I put a poll up and I think 100% of people wanted to hear about weight loss. So yeah, it was obvious this was going to be the next episode. Um, I hope you're all enjoying the episodes. I'm really loving doing these podcasts. It's probably my favorite part of the week especially when I get these guests on with these amazing stories. Um, If you haven't listened to my other stories, I've got one with um, Alan, one with Saul, and one with Kaylee. Um, That's episode three, five, and six. So if you want to go and listen to those, please do. Um, Their stories are inspiring. 
and they really have a, a lot of amazing quotes and things to say. So hope you've enjoyed this episode and I look forward to uh, the next one.